Yeah, this is going to be a big story. I apologize. Love it. <laughs> this is how it started. This is how it started. Uh, so, yeah, I was like eight. And my uncle came down and he was like, oh, I've seen this like paper brick machine. Basically, where you get like shredded paper or something, soak it in water, and then you like compress it and make it into like a brick and let it dry. And you burn that on your fire. And I was like an eight year old. And I was like, wait, I could like sell them. And like, I didn't have a job because I was eight. But I was like, oh, I could actually get some money. So uh, he was like, oh, yeah, like, just start doing it. So I did. And I went around like my local like village. And just print out these stupid little flyers that I made that were like, honestly, they're the worst thing I've ever seen. Like now I look, I used to look at them. I think when I was eight, I was like, oh, they were amazing. Why wouldn't people buy anything from there? Uh, so then I went around the village and I managed to get a couple orders. And some people were like, oh, every week I'll buy some. Because it was just like something, everybody had wood burning stoves in the village. So it, it was like, I was trying to say it was all eco as well, because you're reusing paper instead of like just chopping down a tree. <laughs> that was my angle. That was my angle. Um, it's not bad, young entrepreneur right there. Yeah, and then because it was only like sold during winter, I was like, what can I sell through summer? Because nobody's burning stuff in the fire. So my dad had a greenhouse. So he started like growing plants and I'd like put them into tubs and sell them during the summer. So I was always like a wee bit of a wee entrepreneur, like this is having the, wee business eight. ideas. But you're doing this at eight. Yeah, well, I was like eight, eight, nine, ten. I was doing that for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, just because I was like, what's not to do there's a village there's nothing to do <laughs> um and then when i went to high school that's when i started getting into woodwork i had like a i don't know if you ever had like woodwork class in high school yeah, yeah. um i really enjoyed that for some reason like i loved that class i thought it was great how you could just think of an idea and then make it in real life like you could think of anything and then make it and see it like come to reality if that makes sense when you say it like that it sounds like really fun and awesome like really creative yeah. But when I was doing it, I was like, this is such a chore. Like, I hate this. Oh, yeah. It's just school, and they're going to, like, rate it. Why do they need to rate it? Why can they rate That's it? That's the thing, yeah. The, the rating thing, I didn't really agree with. I was like, because yeah. it's, difficult. it's difficult to get it, like, a decent idea. Because um, I hate the way that they used to make us come up with ideas. It was like, oh, just draw anything. And it's like, draw anything. <laughs> draw anything. I mean, that, that, that's, not quite, that's not quite how you do it. But, yeah, so I, I really enjoyed that class. And there was an old, um, my neighbor at my old house, he was like really into like wood turning on lathes. So he'd make, he could make like a literally a wooden apple or like a wooden pear and it would look like identical. Like it'd be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen. Like it looks like a bit of fruit, but it's yeah. wooden. Like, I don't know how he, I still don't know to this day how he does it. <laughs> Honestly, like the stuff he makes is like super, like high quality stuff. Right. Um, so I always had like kind of older, like, they're like, they're kind of like my granddad's. Mm. like even though they weren't but they were like my neighbors um your, your uh, hobby elders yeah 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 so i'd always go like around to their garage and i'd be like just watching them make stuff yeah um so then i started doing it um and one of my teachers in high school was like oh you should enter the royal Harlem show because oh, yeah. they have like a, they actually have a woodwork competition which i knew nothing about um so he, he said that the first year i did it it was making something out of recycled wood so at that time i couldn't really afford like I didn't have any tools. So I was borrowing like my neighbor's tools and stuff. Um, and I couldn't afford wood. So I was just like picking up pallets because it was free. And I was like making stuff out of that. Again, um, good for the environment. You're putting Exactly, your... reusing them, reusing them. Um, and then I actually ended up winning. I made a table and won the competition somehow. Um, and then the guy, when I, went up, when I went to see like what award I'd won, there was a guy there that like, um, 
he was like an executive or something for the Rohan show. Right. And he's like, oh, I really like this table. And I own a restaurant in Inverness. Can I buy that table? And I was like, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, I don't know how I've done it, but honestly, I just think I've had like some, a good amount of luck throughout my life. What age were you um, when you did that? I must have been 14. 14. 14 was, there like, yeah. was there like an age bracket for that competition? Uh, no, like any age. So you're competing against everyone. So like people that could yeah. be like pretty much professional, people that do this for like a living and like yeah. that's what their entire job. And then you're like, here's a pallet. I'm going to make it into the table. <laughs> and that's then you Because well. <laughs> <laughs> I went in and it was like people that made like cabinets and like super fine, like fancy stuff. But I was like, I'm never going to win. But mm. I like sent in, a, I don't know if I cheated, but I sent in like a little like story to go along with it. So like, because I was like, oh, they'll, they'll see what age I am and they'll be like, oh, that's pretty sick. So uh, I made like a little story with like photos showing how I made it. And I told them the whole process. I think they liked that. That was like the bit they were like, oh, we read the story about how it was made. Oh, like, oh, yeah, that's, oh that's really nice. So I was like, wow. Um, but me being me, I like to keep like the first thing of everything I make. Because mm. it's like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I feel like the first version is never good. Or it's not as good as it could be. Yeah. So I kept true. that first table. Yeah. Um, and made another one and sold it to him. And it's still there <laughs> to this day. That's amazing. Cool. Um, and that's basically like how I go into it. Yeah, that guy, yeah, if you're ever in Inverness, go to the storehouse. Uh, I bet it felt really food. like that changed like uh, your perspective on it. And maybe, I don't know, but like as soon as it, like someone buys something, I feel like now it's a reality, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, now yeah. it's like you can actually get involved in it and you feel like there's a reason to do it more than just a hobby. Yeah, because at that age, I was like, I, I ended up selling it for 150 quid. And I was like, at that age, I was like, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Like, I've never had that much money during my life. So I was like, that's pretty nice. I'm 150 quid when I was that age. Um, and from there, I just kept going. Because I've never really had, like, a workshop. Well, no, I do now. But when I was that age, I was literally just building stuff in my mom's, like, living room. <laughs> so I actually drilled I drilled a hole in the floor one time by accident. I don't even know how that happened. So she started getting annoyed because I was just stacking up tools. I had, like, drills, fucking everything, saws. And I was just building stuff in the wood in the living room, and it was like wood dust going everywhere. But I had nowhere else to do it, so I was like, one "Most more like parents are angry because you like I don't know spilled some like juice on the carpet, yeah. and they're angry because you're like you just drilled like you <laughs> drilled a hole in the floor, floor making a <laughs> table." Yeah. So wait, what? Uh, like, what did you transition into? So you started making tables, but you were like just making them out of, like makeshift stuff, or like yeah, so there's like pallets that I could get for free. Right. Basically. Um, and then from there, cause like people were really buying pallet stuff. Cause it, I mean, it doesn't look the best. Like it's better when you move on to other types of wood. You get fancy. I mean, it's, it's kind of cool and rustic though. And barely. Like, yeah. That's the way I like put it across. It's like, it's rustic. It's reusing it. Yeah. It's good for the environment. Um, but then from there, I actually finally, we moved house and I actually got a workshop in the garage. Nice. So from there for years, I was just trying to sell stuff at like craft shows and things mm. but they were really a wee bit hit or miss like you don't know how many people are going to turn up in a day what are they going to be interested in yeah um so i'd always like spend weeks like making tons of stuff like candle holders um mm. bottle openers and like loads of like little like gift kind of things and sometimes i'd like sell loads and sometimes i sell nothing 
um, but either you way, you've got to pay, pay for, the like, price. Stall at these places. Yeah, and they're usually like twenty quid. Taking a, a financial risk almost to try and get yourself out there. Yeah, um, but eventually, like, I started a Facebook page and just posted like stuff that I was making just for myself. Because like, even if I wasn't selling things, I'd still be in the garage mm-hmm. building stuff for myself. Because um, it's just what I enjoy to do. Yeah. Um, but then from there, I finally like people started like seeing me building stuff. And they were like, oh, I'll ask him to build something for me. So I'd start then building more tables, more gates have been a big seller this year, actually. Gates? Yeah, yeah. Really weird. Like, like everybody loves gates. gates. For, like, people's uh, houses or, like, gates for, like, uh, agricultural stuff? Like, both. Like, field gates and, like, fancy kind of gates for houses. So uh-huh. For some reason, like, it's been crazy the amount of people that want to buy a gate. Like, and then even people, like, companies that sell gates in, like, my local area are, like, no one's buying our gates anymore. Can you start, like, I don't know, selling us your gates? What? Yeah. So, I don't know. That might start happening. It's, like, crazy how, like, just me doing stuff on my own in my spare time whilst doing uni have, like, managed to, like, get the attention of other companies because they're losing sales just because some 19-year-old kids selling gates, which is crazy. So do you think uh, do you think people are buying gates right now? Because like during lockdown, so many people are out painting their fences and stuff, and they're like, right, yeah, no, that was it. That's crazy. During summer, like everybody was doing up their houses and like doing work outside. So they also were buying like planters and things to put flowers in. Yeah. But every time I deliver something, the customers always shocked. They're expecting some like old man. They're yeah. Like, oh, I thought I thought you were gonna be like really old. I was like, nah, it's just me. But. That's really interesting hearing that because like I feel like right now it's so often to hear oh this business doing really bad this other like that uh making no money whatever but mm-hmm. then when you hear like other like businesses and and stuff like that taking off because of uh lockdown and because of yeah. like current situation it feels kind of good to hear it in a way like not because I don't know I don't want to like say oh it's good that some people are succeeding and not some other but it's yeah. good that some people are succeeding even though yeah. you know um, but I also love the fact that actual fully fledged companies are coming to you. <laughs> yeah, to you. I find that crazy. That's the best. You're taking on the actual corporations. Yeah, man. Because um, there's even like people wanting to like stock like wooden chopping boards. Um, I was uh, for a bit supplying a local like plant shop that started up near me, mm-hmm. or like this other girl that started up a plant business. Um, nice. I sell like wooden plant stands. So it's good that I'm like, instead of just doing orders, I've got like weekly kind of commissions that people are wanting, um, which keeps me going. So yeah. I'm hoping I can make this my full-time job once I finish uni. Because I, mean, well, I, mean, I don't know what else I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm guessing you could make this your full-time job, right? Hopefully, yeah. I mean, if I put like a lot of time into it and like properly set up a proper business, uh, it's, I don't know why I'd say start the two at the same time. Like start the joinery and the skateboard at the same time. I mean... A lot of people just think one's enough. But. Nah, you gotta keep hustling. Why not? Yeah. Life's short. Um, I suppose, yeah. So, like the when you say it's like not like a full time job right now, like what would you consider yeah. right now? Just a hobby that makes some money, or um, do you have a job no. other than that? No, I well, used to uh, like last year, but just before like the whole fucking lockdown never happened. Um, ended up like just let me go um which was kind of annoying because i didn't get the furlough or nothing <laughs> then that gave me a bit more motivation to um actually start 
the joiner stuff and try and earn some money again. But, well, uh, I feel like it, so yeah. many people have been affected by lockdown and they couldn't do their job, but a lot of people couldn't mm. get paid for do, not doing their job as well. So they were like, yeah. nothing. But I mean, I'm definitely in the, uh, the bandwagon of doing things like you're doing, where you mm. are in control of your own income. So like if lockdown happens again, you don't need to worry about it. You can still keep doing your thing. It doesn't rely on yeah. any like outsourcing or any any sort of like body in control of you. You can just do it. And oh, like, yeah, definitely. Position to be in, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I quite like about being your own boss. It's like you can't even control your own hours. So like yeah. I'll be in the workshop till like midnight some nights, just because I haven't I didn't start as early in the morning or just I keep feel like yeah. going. Um, but like for me, it's more just trying to get the orders done and just keep keep going sometimes it's difficult with a bit of motivation because it feels like i'm the only thing i'm doing is going in the workshop and building stuff mm-hmm. i mean you miss that other side of things um like actually just taking a break and relaxing but i feel but, like i'm wasting time if i'm not in the workshop there's nothing better than that feeling of uh like the more work you put in the more you get back out of that yeah that's something that a lot of people won't get at their jobs yeah no i definitely do see like if the more i work on it and the bigger it's like starts to grow then you do see like i do see how it can keep going because in the, in the joinery business it's all about like word of mouth so like mm-hmm. repeat customers and people saying you've done a good job because then they tell their friends and then they tell their friends or like even just somebody passing and seeing something you built outside somebody's house they'll like a load of people have said that oh they saw like a gate you made or they saw like a bin store and then they've asked to buy one mm-hmm. so that's kind of that's you do get the reward from that um it's also nice build, doing something with your own hands. Like, I don't know, it's kind of weird, but I feel like everything's kind of gone quite digital these days. Yeah. And I'm quite, I quite like being able to like build something like physical and be like, that's something I did. You can like see the work that was put into it and like the care that I put into the like what I make. That's I, what it is for me. Really. It's almost like I'm, I'm sort of like thinking about this right now. This is not a theory that I've been uh, thinking about for a while. But just you saying that, it's almost like in like the digital area everything's becoming more like personal like people want to watch like influencers that are low scale because you can can relate to them and stuff like that and like youtubers and stuff like that and everything's kind of going away from the mainstream but then in reality everything's like now just buy from ikea i'll just buy from like the big companies i'll just buy like all this kind of stuff i'll go to tesco or i'll buy from apple nobody's buying them like that's like low scale like low quantity very personal level anymore it's yeah. so like what you're doing is almost the complete opposite in both spectrums. You're still mm-hmm. creating some some stuff bespoke, like for the client. And it, I don't know, I love it. That's yeah. it's so sad that we're losing so much of that. In fact, I was having a conversation yeah. with my dad the other day. So my dad built his own house, um, and uh, like the people that made like I don't know how houses are built at all. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but he said that the people that, that like they made the steel beams or whatever they were from mm-hmm. his local town back i don't know when he built the house like 50 years ago um yeah. and they were just like from the village and they just knew how to weld and whatever and they knew how to do all that stuff and he says like that's all these trades are dead like i don't know what's happened oh, yeah. in the last 50 years everything's dead no one knows how to make stuff i'm completely yeah. useless if like anything breaks in my house I don't know what to do I just need I phone the landlord I'm like I don't know what to do something's broken yeah. you know what I mean we've lost so many skills so not even just on the level of like you can actually make stuff to sell you can just fix stuff do you know what I mean you've got a, a level of understanding 
that's beyond almost everyone in the UK right now, which is a crazy, crazy position. I didn't think about it that way. Because, like, stuff breaks in my foot all the time, and I just go up to it, I'm just, like, get a screwdriver out or just, like, get a drill out and just fix it. Put it yeah, back I together. That, I and they're like, what's the <laughs> But I don't see it as, like, special. I'm just like, I mean, there's no other way. Like, when I grew up, it was like, you either fix it or you don't have it anymore. So, <laughs> I mean. I like that perspective. That's good. That's yeah, good. definitely. I, like, I think hopefully people start, like, appreciating the kind of small business stuff again. Because, yeah. like, if you buy something from Ikea, it's going to break in, like, yeah. a couple of years guaranteed if like i mean not to like show off but like if i build something i'm, I'm expecting it to last like a, like a good amount of years yeah. like i'm building it to last um it'd be nice if people started using these communities again like everybody had their own skill and like start doing what they enjoy like their hobby or like whatever special skill they're good at mm-hmm. instead of using these big companies like everybody just has this little skill that they can help each other out and work together yeah that makes sense I no, feel like I, a lot of communities have kind of died. There's, I, I think there's no such thing as community at all anymore. Like, uh, so me and my girlfriend moved to Spain in October, and uh, we moved into this flat. And every single thing in this flat is IKEA. Every single thing in this flat. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is crazy. Um, but then I realized that there's like also a shift here because when you go about, there's still like bakers, people with like actually baking stuff from scratch and they're like oh no you can't have this yet it's still like mm. uh, proof proving proving i don't know oh yeah and, like there's the markets that sell everyone straight from the farms and it's like i don't know and there is a sense of community people like mm. i know everyone in my building but back home like i know no one in my street you know what i mean like it's yeah, yeah. so different here um so like it's weird that sometimes when a community dies almost like a part of the community still lives in a different sense but i feel yeah. like back home it's dead it's just dead. Mm. No yeah. one has skill. No one cares about one another and stuff like that. It's all gone at this point. Yeah, yeah, it is, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> how negative. You kind of wonder. Nah, but I do I do get that. Like, how do you... You look into the future and you think, is this going to change or is it just going to get worse? Like, people are becoming more divided, in my opinion. I think so as well. That's why I ran away. Is, That's yeah. why how has it been in Spain? Uh, it's all right. I can't complain. Like, uh, yeah. In terms of like lockdown and stuff, it's pretty normal. Mm. You wear a mask yeah. everywhere you go, but I mean, you're allowed to do whatever you want. And yeah, yeah it's everything... warm. <laughs> it's not that warm. It's not. It's not that warm now. Damn. It's like ten degrees, so warmer yeah. than the UK or warmer than Scotland. Yeah. Here. I mean, you just have been getting snow, right? Oh yeah, it's been snowing for weeks here. I'm sick of it. We're definitely not getting that. <laughs> no. What part of Spain again? I'm in Valencia, so East Coast. This is actually supposed to be the warmest area in Spain, I've been told. Yeah. It's supposed to be a desert, in fact, but they've like created yeah. some fancy irrigation system so that it's not a desert. Wow. Um, but yeah, going back onto like carpentry and woodwork and yeah. stuff. Yeah. What's uh, what's your like your process now? Like, do you have like a like creative pieces you do where you're like, I have an idea, I want to just make that. Like, you're not doing it for a client. You're just like, I just want to make it for me, just if I can see where, where I can go with this. There is actually, there's a couple of things. Um, I made, like, sometimes I just make, like, little picture frames. It's kind of weird. Um, but I've collected, like, do you ever see the one-pound notes that they used to have? Yeah. I, well, I like, collected, like, some of them, and I was like, oh, well, nobody has them anymore, so I'm going to put them in a picture frame. So I actually made, like, a little picture frame um, just of that. Like, I make little art pieces. I've got some over here. I can yeah, please, yeah. So, uh, unfortunately, the notes have kind of fallen, but... 
it's just like a little box. This is not a good um, advert for your. Uh... <laughs> this is not a good advert. This is bad. That's bad. Um, I actually found a cannonball. So I was like, let's make like a little stand for that. Oh, that's sick. I I uh, found a cannonball as well once, which is really weird. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and now I feel like I'm obligated to buy a stand. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I was just like, what can I do with it? Because it just rolls about everywhere. So yeah. Use it as like a little paperweight or something. Uh, this is like a top secret project that's been on for a couple of years. If anybody steals this idea, I'm going to have to Maybe saying it on a podcast isn't the best idea then. <laughs> well, I'm hoping to release it soon. But okay. I need to like try and figure it out. But it's basically like a little like wave pattern. Um, and it's actually like, trying to angle it. it's actually coasters that like click together. Oh, what? They're like little hexagons. And then they all connect together and make like a big coaster. That so like if you epic. had that in like a restaurant, you could be like, oh, I'll just take one coaster off for a cup. I want it in my head. And you could have like their own design on top of there. You could have your little fruit bowl in the center and then you could like yeah. take them all apart and then serve tea. It's pretty And sick. people could be like, tell me whatever they want on design on top of it and yeah. you can make it completely customized. So that's like, like what, the uh, big idea. But, what happened in your mind to like decide that's what I'm going to make? Like, did you see something that inspired you or did you go, here, this is something that should exist. Why doesn't it exist? Well, I've seen like somebody making like hexagon coasters. Um, and then I was like, seen like these little magnets. And I was like, well, why can't you make it so they all like click yeah. together, make it like a huge pack. I've been really into like CNCs, which is like a, it's like a router. It's like a cutter thing on like a, it's like a robot and it can move about and cut wood however you program it. Right. So that's how you get like the hexagons like completely perfect. So there's no gaps and line up. And you get like a laser as well and you can like laser engrave into the top. But it's just like, I don't know. What goes in my head is just like thinking about things to make all the time. Like I'm always thinking about how things are made, how you can like take things apart and put it back together again. I just got, got that kind of creative mind, I guess. But it's just what I enjoy to do. Whenever I talk to like people that like are musicians or whatever, they're always like, "Yeah, I just I just hear music all the time and stuff like that, right?" Mm. I mean, it sounds cliche, but yeah, you're like, "Oh, I just hear music all the time." You must just yeah. like think about designs of wood and stuff like that, designs of like yeah. carpentry all the time, and you're just like, "Right, yeah. there's another one. There's another one. There's another one." You see, like carpentry, like musicians hear music, if that makes sense. Yeah constantly going at it see like the design you have mm -hmm. how do you physically create that do you need to like work away at that do you have a machine that does that like that uh that wave the wave design i have to admit i found on the internet and then i was just like that'll do for the test one um but then it's like yeah it's like a laser that like a laser? burns into the wood yeah what? i had to like hire a guy to like do it though that's the problem with this is like it uses like machines that i don't have so i had to like a pay laser. a guy it's just yeah. it's like it's like what literally like like some kind of sci-fi laser that just burns into the wood and it like literally like digs into the wood and just makes it disappear so it's like fully like engraved so but they use like that kind of black line where it's burnt on the behind so like it digs it in like a couple mils but sometimes i'm surprised by what level of the future we're already living in oh yeah like it's just crazy lasers and and it's just normal. <laughs> like I thought lasers were like <laughs> kind of like a big deal for certain yeah. people, not just things that people could just buy. We could just buy lasers and make stuff. Yeah. I mean I want to get I really want to get a 3D printer. That'd be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. 
Because okay. then you can literally do that. That's a crazy piece of technology right there. Yeah. Um, doesn't 3D printing kind of like go against all the wood stuff? I guess a little bit. I mean, it's not as eco-friendly and use a lot of plastic, but it's useful. It's fun. I mean, you can think of anything. I, you with that. <laughs> I mean, um, little hobby, I guess. To transition into something else, how did you get into skateboards and stuff like that? Um, well, the skateboards, it's just like I've always skateboarded, like through high school and everything. I've just like, even though I couldn't do any tricks, I was literally just using it to just get about places because it's fun. Yeah. Um, but I guess it's like, it kind of links the escape the woodwork because it's like you're literally just riding on a, like a plank of wood. Yeah. So that's why it kind of connected to me. It was like, well, it's the both kind of joined. So I used to like do it as a hobby. Um, but then I was like, it'd be nice to paint my own skateboard, have my own personalized one. Um, and then I knew a couple of my friends were like artists. So I was like, well, since I've like managed to figure out a way to like get income and have a job through my hobby, what I enjoy doing, like I was thinking, well, how can I help other people do that? Because I've got people that like to do music, people like to make films and videos, um, people like to do art. So I was like, let's all like collaborate on like a little project. So that's why we did the skateboards because it's not it's not I can't take any credit for the artwork. I can take credit for like two of the boards I designed, but the rest <laughs> is just like my friends. And they if a board sells, they'll get like a cut of the profit. Don't mm -hmm. see you know they get a bit of it. Um, but I hand paint their designs onto the boards. Um, and then I get some of my friends to make like little promo videos for stuff. Like we had a competition back in December last year and two of my friends like recorded and edited that. And then I got some other of my friends to put the music, their music behind it. And it worked really well. Like thousands of people saw it. And I want to keep doing that in the future, do like more kind of skate videos. Because, uh, but the whole skateboard stuff is kind of just bringing people together if I can. Yeah. That's awesome. I the uh, restrictions get eased hopefully start a wee like i don't know skate group just have people just go out and skateboard and learn tricks and hang out with each other it's, it's pretty you are single-handedly bringing back community and uh like actual craftsmanship <laughs> i mean i try my best try my best <laughs> <laughs> so yeah do you do like other stuff other than like uh like the carpentry woodwork stuff like other creative stuff uh apart from like painting not really not really. I don't know. It's, it takes up a lot of my time. Yeah. I don't um, know. Like, I don't, that's, this is all I do really. Um, especially with lockdown. It's like, well, but yeah, definitely this is my like main kind of creative stuff that I do. I want, I've always wanted to get into music, but I've always been terrible at it. Like, I thought I could play the drums when I was younger. Not a chance. I've just <laughs> got no rhythm. I've got no rhythm. Yeah, me too. I'm useless. I'm hoping to like, I don't know, start doing more videos, learn how to like do video edits and stuff. That'd be pretty fun. Yeah. Uh, did you say you were at college or university? Uh, uni, yeah. Uni. What are you studying? Uh, business management with entrepreneurship. <laughs> so, uh, Perfect combination. Yeah. Hopefully it works. Hopefully it teaches me some stuff. It's going well so far. Yeah. Uh, so. Have you been able to apply to... skills from that into what you want to do? A couple actually, because it's quite good. Because like they teach you like the theory, so it's good that I can like leave class and I'll be like, well, I'm going to test whatever you just told me and see if it actually works. Um, so like right now I'm doing one of my one of my like modules is social media marketing. Right. So it's like how to like market yourself through social media, which I'm terrible at. I like I have to kind of admit I hate social media. I don't know why. Yeah. I just I don't like it. Um, but I should use it more because like not a lot of people like on my ogle and 
skateboard stuff. Nobody knows it's actually me. Like I don't show myself and like I hardly use it that much. Um, but if I did, I feel like the business would grow more. Yeah, definitely. So that's yeah. why I'm hoping once I finish that module, I can then use whatever information I learn yeah. and actually expand through social media. Because mm-hmm. I could, if I did, I'd meet tons more people in Edinburgh, and hopefully that's how you you know you grow and sell more skateboards and meet more people. But I need to get, definitely get better at that because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> so would you say most of what you do right now is like word of mouth and stuff like that? Yeah, basically. Um, Although I use Facebook a lot, like in the little like villages where I do the woodwork, because obviously I sell the woodwork stuff to more and carpentry stuff to more like older people, mm-hmm. like in their kind of like fifties, people with families. I've noticed they use Facebook all the time, and they love their little like Facebook groups for their village. <laughs> so, like I'll throw an advert in there, and people will love it. But it's quite cool because then I get all the old customers being like, "Oh, Matthew's done a good job," and like oh, they kind of hype me up a wee bit, which is cool. Um. So it's nice to know that like you know people start to know who i am in these little villages yeah but i need to start doing the same with the skateboard stuff just try and expand it a little bit so what can i what other stuff you got on the go you've got like skateboarding and you've got like the carpentry stuff and and like would you consider like two different projects yeah yeah probably um i wish they could like work together but it's definitely two separate things because people that are into skateboarding aren't really into the carpentry stuff I'm right. yeah like, you I can't can. really you can't sell somebody a skateboard and a gate I wish you could, but there's yeah, not into that kind of stuff. I mean, there's probably some guy out there that's looking for both right now on the internet. Probably, hopefully. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm hoping to like. Oh. No, go ahead, go ahead. I was hoping to start uh, with the skateboards. I was hoping to start clothes as well. So I speak to Mousy about. Yeah, so you can like get clothes to match the boards. Mm. So you buy like a whole collection. Right. With all the same design. So I was going to start speaking to Mousy about that or Cami, see if he can help me with that. Pretty sick. I like how you call him by his brand name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, where do you see like all this going then? You want to just make it a fully fledged business? Like this is that for you? Yeah. Um hope I mean I hope that it can just keep going. Um because I've worked for like a joiner in my in like the past and it was good, but it's not as good as work for yourself. I don't know why. There's something about like looking at something and being like i've done this this is what i've done i can't like nobody else can take credit like mm-hmm. nobody else can really take credit for like something you've made or like something you've built it's like it it's a lot of pride for me in a way um but yeah i hope i can just keep getting it bigger and just do this as like full-time job after uni so i'll never have to get a job again yeah. which would be a dream come true for me no i don't even want to become like rich as long as i can live happily like with enough money to get by i'll be fine um yeah, I mean, I, I did that podcast, like, I think two or three podcasts ago about, like, mm. uh, turning your hobbies into, like, should you make money from your hobbies? And I yeah. guess you're definitely in the bandwagon of, like, yeah, you should make money from your hobbies. I, I don't see why not. I don't see why yeah. not. I mean, if you if you can enjoy it whilst doing it, why not? I mean, you've got, unfortunately, in this world, you've got to earn money. You've got to be able to buy food. So you might as well, instead of sitting at a desk job nine to five, you might as well earn your money through something you enjoy. Yeah. And have a good time whilst doing it, to be honest. So in your time of doing this, it's never become like like a burden to do it. You've never felt like, oh, this is killing me. I have to do this. A little bit. I have to admit a little bit. Sometimes. Uh sometimes you just kinda you get a bit like burnt out. If mm. you do it too much, you're just mm. like, Oh, I've got to go finish building this table or like get because like obviously I give people like deadlines as to when I try and get things finished. Right. 
So sometimes it's a wee bit stressful where it's like I've got like an essay to do for uni and I've got like orders yeah. to complete and I just I'll stay up like I'll hardly sleep I'll just stay up like all through the night and day just like trying to do both at the same time that's when it gets a wee bit like is it worth it mm. I wish I could just like at night at like a normal job at five o'clock you'd finish you go home forget about it that's the other thing like I, I'm always thinking about the businesses and stuff it's not like you can, I can just turn off at like a certain time and just not think about it like people would do when they went home from work, which is kind of like the annoying thing. It's like you can never lose it. But I guess the, uh, the alternative is that those people that do just leave their job, like they don't care about their job and their no, job doesn't care about care. them either. But at least you've yeah. got something that you can invest time into and then you get that reward back and mm. uh, you've got that like gratification of like, yeah, you did create this thing. And, and I guess also... If you, uh, if you were like, do you know what? I can't do it. I'm like, this is killing me right now. I need to take a time off. You can just take time off. Other people, oh, yeah. they're stuck in that like nine yeah. to five or whatever. And that's them. So at least you can escape if you, if you really had to just for a little bit. Yeah, I could just tell people, be like, I'm going on holiday for a bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> taking some time off, which is nice. But it'd be nice to like get other people involved, try and take some of the work off me in the world. Because one of my flatmates is actually helping me make a website which we could finally get that on. So at least there's like, I've got delegating jobs to some people. Yeah. You get like a full creative circle right now and it's amazing to see. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he enjoys doing that whole coding and stuff. So I was like, might as well get involved. Yeah, definitely. Because I usually try and pay people in skateboards. I'll give them a free skateboard or something. <laughs> <to help them. laughs> That's a pretty sweet deal, I'd say. Um, what was I going to say there? oh yeah so like see like um musicians will have like mm -hmm. artists to look up to or painters will have like painters they look up to do you have yeah. like carpenters you look up to actually well yeah um probably probably like my old neighbor that still makes these like amazing clocks and mm -hmm. stuff like that like i don't think i'll ever get well hopefully i will but like his skill level is it's amazing like the things he can make with his hands i'm just like i don't understand how he does it yeah uh, and there's also like, I don't know, there's some like YouTube people that are pretty good for like woodwork stuff, um, which is what I used to watch when I was like growing up. Because it's like, <laughs> if I couldn't make something, I'll do it. I'll watch somebody make it. It's kind of like people, I don't know, video gaming. I, like, I've never been into like watching people play video games, but watching somebody make something, now that is something interesting. That's cool. I like how yeah. the first one you named there was someone you actually know in reality. Like, your role model is actually someone you know. That would be so mm. rare for so many people as well. Yeah. I guess, that, but yeah, like, I, that's the other thing. I don't think people, like, meet as many people as they used to, you know? Well, obviously, because of now, but, like, yeah. <laughs> meeting people that had, like, a skill or something, like, meeting, like, a musician or, like, a joiner and be like, wow, that's amazing. I aspire to be, like, as good as that. It's all online now. It's all like, oh, I've seen this person yeah. on Instagram or something. Yeah, you're too right there. It's kind of scary actually when you put it in perspective like it really it's absolute nonsense isn't it like yeah. such a, we're just living a lie at this point <laughs> yeah just living yeah, a lie just, through pixels whatever you get fed through instagram that's that's <laughs> that's the reality you're living in but Ugh. it's not nice it's not nice <laughs> i don't really know where you go from there <laughs> yeah. I feel like i'm gonna get too metaphysical and start questioning my own existence yeah. <laughs> but yeah <laughs> I love what you're doing. It's awesome. Do you want to like plug Thanks. your socials and stuff like that? Um, yeah. And uh, yeah. Um, so I've got two Instagrams. I've got uh, Ogle Skate and Ogle Joinery. Um, you should be able to find them. The logos that says Ogle. 
different colors um and they all go facebook page as well nice that's about it but yeah hopefully have some more stuff coming soon and get the skate business a wee bit more involved and see how it goes and, uh, what's your website going to be called when it's up um probably ogle skate right because it'll just be for the skateboards for now nice. um hopefully that's coming soon hopefully end of this month we'll have it up and running thanks Dan. well thank you for talking with me this has been awesome no, it's been really it's good honestly been a joy to talk about all this stuff like it's definitely stuff that's been fascinating me lately about like yeah. running your own business and like just doing what you want to do instead of doing it for someone else or making money for someone else you're making money for you and it's, it's yeah. interesting stuff i hope this inspires other people to do similar yeah stuff. hopefully yeah and if there's anybody out there that's got like a skill you know musician artist get in touch with me and see if we can uh, work something out Awesome. Well, thanks. Help us both out. <laughs>